0: Two, one. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Risen. It's another Wednesday night. We're gonna be hopping back into the book of James. We are gonna be in chapter three, starting with verse 13, 13, and Kale's gonna go ahead and read.
1: Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceful, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace.
0: Alright, so, I guess kind of what you know, we're talking about when we're looking at this passage and stuff is just that, Like there, I guess there's two different ways to live when you when you gain knowledge, when you gain wisdom. And, and that's kind of what this passage lays out. And there's that of humility, um, and then there's that of pride. So I think we're just gonna kind of discuss that and what that means. Uh, So to like first off, obviously living in in humility with pride, and you know when I think of when I hear that, what it comes down to, is is acknowledging that knowledge is from God. All knowledge, not just biblical, not just spiritual, Mm -hmm. but just knowledge in general, is a gift from God, and um, it's not something of our own merit. It's not something that we could have apart from Him. Um, it is only by the grace of Him that we have knowledge, and so uh, ultimately all of the glory and pride in that should go to Him. We should not have anything to boast in, and so we shouldn't boast. Obviously, if you don't have anything to boast in, you don't boast. So uh, you should be humble by default uh, if you truly believe that knowledge comes from God.
1: Yeah, and I think that whenever we receive that knowledge from Him, we should be so thankful that we, um, you know, we want to give Him the glory because we're thankful to Him for. For um, allowing us that knowledge, because he definitely doesn't have to have to give us that knowledge.
0: Yeah, I mean, we could have been made as, you know, knowledgeless worshippers that just stand there and worship, and he gave us the free will to discover and to understand, mm-hmm. and that's huge. Like as a little kid, when you start to hear about people going to space and all that kind of stuff, it's wowing. Whereas if we were born with that knowledge, or whatever we wouldn't be wild by anything. Right. God gives us the opportunity to be wild by knowledge and and wild by His character, because ultimately that's what things like space are. It's just it's His character shown through creation, um, and that's a gift.
1: Yeah, I think it's I think it's crazy that uh, you know God allowed us to have a function in our uh, minds that just like is interested in different things and also mm-hmm. takes in certain things and and uh, longs always longs to know more everybody always longs to know more um about something yeah so
0: yeah and it's just like i don't know things you don't think about things like that until you do and then you're like wow that's like he didn't have to give us that Mm -hmm. and like it's crazy just how good he is and, and even in the little things and so on, on the flip side of that coin, on the other side, you've got this uh, approach of pride to knowledge. And, and we see this a lot through history. We see a lot of people uh, who take all their claims for knowledge. Um, and they, you know, they, they live a, a, a life of academic, uh, so, so like an, as an academic celebrity. And, and they, you know, take the glory and the fame. And they run with it, and it's a real temptation, mm-hmm. as it is with anything. Yeah. Uh, and again, I guess it just comes down to n- to realizing like that you you didn't really do anything, right? Um, you know, there's nothing new under the you know I, I I hear this scripture quote all the time, Ecclesiastes: "There's nothing new under the sun," and uh, some people will see that as they take it kind of differently. I can't remember how they've said it, but. In another sense, like you know, you may discover something, but God made that a long time ago. Like, yeah. There's nothing new. Uh, there's nothing that God did not know of before He was going to make it. There's not nothing that God that exists that God doesn't know of. Right. Um, so when you discover something, it should all just point back to Him.
1: Right, right for sure. Um, I I like how uh, how serious that uh, it is when it talks about um, describing the. Uh, Earthly wisdom, how it says it's unspiritual and demonic. Those are big words, mm. and they're very, very serious words, and a little bit scary. Um, and I think that whenever anyone hears those two, those two words, especially demonic, but even and and also especially uh, believers who understand, you know, the meanings of them and things like that. You hear those words and it just like it triggers it like it mm-hmm. triggers you and you realize how serious that it is because those are really big words.
0: Yeah, and you know, we're talking about you know, this is the book of James and so it was written by James. Um, like James was the brother of Jesus, uh, but he didn't believe that Jesus was a savior for a long time. But I think it's just fascinating when you when you look into that. You've got someone who's raised with this guy and just doesn't believe. Um, that in itself is incredible, but I, I think it's really interesting that he writes this passage, uh, here, you know, James could have been probably considered the greatest Christian scholar ever if he wanted to been, uh, just because his, his, I mean, yeah, you see the apostles were with Christ for three years. James was with Christ for 30 before that. Um, so he had so much time with Jesus, uh, you know, he could have took such a claim to fame as a brother, like, as, like, an actual brother, half-brother, or whatever you want to say it, but an actual brother of Jesus Christ, not just a brother in in Christ, like, as a church brother. And yet he's still talking about this, this, like, humility. Um, That's just incredible to me, and I I think part of that comes from the fact that, you know, one day he realized that Christ was a Savior, and that had to be humbling, because his whole life he believed he wasn't. Um, And then he goes, and and dies on a cross and comes back to life and stuff, and it's like whoa. But that had to be humbling for James. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's kind of interesting when you when you look into the context of like his life.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, then you know, talking about like what's the difference between God's wisdom and earthly wisdom, and what kind of what's the difference of the impact? More like is what he kind of jumps into in verse seventeen. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere, and a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So that's, that is that is kind of the fruit and the benefit of, of God's wisdom. The, the fruit and the benefit, or I should, I don't know if I should say benefit, but the fruit of, of earthly wisdom is, is jealousy, selfish ambition, um, you know, disorder, chaos, is another way we can put that evil practice, or every vile practice, so you kind of see the results um, where pride can take you to this kind of chaos Uh, whereas God's word comes peace, God's wisdom comes peace, often knowledge creates separation, Mm -hmm. often knowledge but God's knowledge doesn't, God's knowledge creates peace, God's knowledge creates it
1: brings us together
0: Yeah, yeah, it doesn't separate Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, all the time, all the time, um, academic debates are happening about everything. And, you know, taking philosophy this year in college, it's amazing to me, kind of the most outlandish and almost ridiculous Some people things some people will say just to say the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, I, we've been reading a lot of quotes from, like, David Hume, and some of his arguments, you can almost tell, and he acknowledges that they're dumb arguments. But he says them anyway, simply to argue, right? And that's where that prideful wisdom comes from. David Hume was a smart guy, in in worldly standards, um, a very intelligent guy, except for the fact that he denies God, and and and. Uh, or David Hume might have believed in God, but there's some other things that he believes that are that are unbiblical. Um, but smart guy, but very prideful in his own knowledge, and, and takes a for that for himself, and you kind of see the fruit of that. But just the world in general, mm-hmm. political arguments, all that comes down to pride. Yeah. And and the chaos that pursues that comes down to pride.
1: Yeah. And something kind of just, I don't know, you could take it or, or just maybe. There's something cool to look at in this uh, passage here is the fact that when it describes uh, the things that you get from the earthly wisdom and then, you know, your heavenly wisdom and stuff uh it lists way more mm. it lists way way more um, when talking about the wisdom from above than it does about the wisdom here on earth um, and so I guess kind of just you get way more out of uh-huh. it you know it it is uh way more satisfying and um, better for you. Um, and things like that so I don't know I just noticed that
0: yeah and it's just like obviously the things that are listed for pride wisdom pride, prideful wisdom was, they're bad things and the things listed for godly wisdom were good things and so you really could have listed the same amount and still godly wisdom would seem like seem like the clear oh, yeah. choice but it almost seems like James is like you know what I'm gonna add even more and outweigh it even more just to show right. how much better Right. it is um That's, yeah, that's really good. So, I think that's everything there. So, we'll pray, and then we'll end it there. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for this time you've given us just to come here and and read your word, to study it, grow from it, to just get to, you know, just be benefited by this word, to be cultivated by this word. And I just thank you for that. I thank you. That we have these worlds accessible in front of us daily that we can go to for, for wisdom and for knowledge and for guidance, for love, for peace. It's just such an incredible gift from you, Lord, and I thank you for that, Lord. I just pray that you just bless those who hear this podcast today. I just thank you so much, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.